You're stupid too as I You're stupid too as I You'll never live You'll never die You're stupid too as I Welcome back Thursday, Thursday, Thursday I never could get the hang of Thursdays <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Better Off Dead Minute Podcast We are the podcast that analyzes the movie Better Off Dead Except no substitutes we're doing it one awkward minute at a tie, according to our script. <laughs> I'm Curtis Blaze from thesacknews.com. And I'm Jason Hummel from Manu Confidential. Today, we are cringing our way through minute 29, which starts with Charles DeMar promising Lane that he can help him make the girls sterile and ends with Ricky eating his jello in an unusual way. Curtis, what happened in this minute? Welp, in minute 28... We learned that Lane and Beth lost their virginity together in the back of a station wagon, and that Charles has a plan for helping Lane get Beth back. As the minute begins, Charles tells Lane that if he skis the K-12, girls will get sterile just looking at him. At 28 minutes and 3 seconds, Mr. Kerber asks Lane to stay behind. He'd like to have a word with him. At 28 minutes and 21 seconds... Mr. Kerber admits that it's a bit awkward, but he'd like to ask Lane's permission to date Beth. At 28 minutes and 39 seconds, we cut to the cafeteria where Monique and Ricky are eating lunch together. As the minute ends, Ricky picks up a straw and begins slurping his jello through the straw. Jason. Yes. Talk to me about how sexiness makes girls sterile. (laughs) I was wondering about that myself. Just how sexy do you have to be to sterilize a girl? Is it like an autoclave? (laughs) Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Looking at someone, looking at someone and being so sexy that they just stop producing eggs. (laughs) That's what's going on here. That's how sexy he's going to make Lane. (laughs) There must be like a, there must be a tipping point where you're so sexy that you're making girls produce more eggs. Yeah. And then you get so sexy that they stop. Or they just deplete their supply completely. Oh my god, just shoot them all out at once. Oh god. Hey, okay, so uh, in an earlier minute, we were noting that Monique is not in the geometry class. Right. And you said, and I've got you on record saying this, that no, 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 she's in for the next class. She's coming in. She's showing the piece of paper to Mr. Kerber, et cetera, et cetera. In this scene, she walks back out of the class like she's done. Now, I guess it's possible that she just came in to show Mr. Kerber the blank piece of paper <laughs> and then had to leave. She's like just checking in with all of her teachers on day one. Yeah, she just drops in to drop off her homework. <laughs> if that was her homework, it wasn't done to as complete a state as Lane's because at <laughs> least he had gum and gravel. Yeah, this was just like pristine paper, virgin paper. Talk to me about teachers that you remember dating students in the 80s. Don't name names, but it happened. Yeah, once in a great while. And it wasn't it wasn't as frowned upon, although it was still weird enough to be funny in a movie. Yeah. Now of course it's completely verboten. You are you are in big trouble. Deep, deep trouble. I wonder how planned out it was that they got such an ugly man, and I'm sure there are people that find him handsome. I wouldn't really know. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying Mr. Ciavelli is not your type. That's what I'm saying. Mr. Ciavelli is not my type. I wonder how much thought went into casting for Mr. Ciavelli, knowing that he was going to be 
asking Lane's permission to date Beth? Like, did they on purpose go out and find a guy that definitely, not in any way, would be appealing to a teenager? Completely out of the ballpark. Yeah. Perfect casting, anyway. I don't know how intentional it was. Today, this guy would be in prison. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Which would be a shame, because what a great teacher. Yeah. Everybody (laughs) loves the guy. So there's the scene where he asks Lane for permission to date Beth. And the way he hems and haws, like he's a kid asking someone's dad. Yeah. Really playing up the suspense. Because you think for sure, well, you think that Lane is going to be going to be in trouble for not having his math homework yeah. done. Yeah. And the music on the soundtrack is suspenseful, too. It's full on, like, thriller music. On that scene? Yeah. I don't remember that. Hold on. I must review. Oh, my God, you're right. I never noticed that. It's so subtle. That's one better off dead minute point for you. <laughs> Ding. The look on John Cusack's face as the teacher is slowly getting to the point. He's in agony. <laughs> oh, yeah. He knows he's in trouble. But a whole different kind of trouble than what he was expecting. <laughs> no, Lane, it's much, much worse. than. Okay, well, I want to jump ahead a little bit here. In the next scene after it cuts, uh, we go to the cafeteria and yes. we see Monique. Yes. And Ricky sitting together. Does Monique have different hair in this scene than she does in other scenes? Hmm. It seems like flattened out. Yeah, less curly. Less curly, almost like a perm, flattened out against her face like a sphinx hood. Sphinx hood. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So it's not just me that sees that? Yeah. Could have been a pickup shot that was done later. Oh, where she had different hair later? Yeah. Well, according to her autobiography, what's the name of that book? (laughs) The Excellent Adventures of a... (sighs) The Excellent Adventures of a Totally Hot... No. A totally rocking 80s. He's French exchange babe of the 80s. We should get that, put that on the post-it, man. <laughs> so, so we remember it. I don't think there's a post-it big enough for that title. God, I was just reading it like 10 minutes ago. If it was the incredibly strange creatures that stopped living and became mixed up zombies, I could remember it. Okay, boudoir flow posing. No, that's not it. <laughs> the Excellent Adventures of the Last American French Exchange Babe of the 80s. Yes. Got it. I think we've said enough about Monique's hair. Just noting that it looks a lot different. Did you notice what Monique was eating? No, what do you think it is? It looks like, to me, like some kind of uh, very whipped creamy pie. Or maybe like a mountain of mashed potatoes, like a devil's tower of mashed potatoes. (laughs) Devil's tower of mashed potatoes. I like how you think. Yeah. Only instead of Close Encounters of the Third Kind sitting next to Ricky the way she is, it's Close Encounters of the Turd Kind. (laughs) I think this is our second Devil's Tower reference, isn't it? We can make them all day. How come we're not doing the Close Encounters of the Third Kind Minute? Uh, somebody else already doing it? No, I don't know. Are they? I haven't seen one. Someone must be. Yeah. When Ricky reaches down to pull her chair closer, do you totally think he's going to he's gonna pull a Trump on her? <laughs> he looks... Like he's going to grab it? Yeah, There's and there's that look on his face that, yeah, he's about to do something naughty. And he's very proud of himself for thinking of it, too. You can tell. Dan Schneider really... Shows his acting chops in this movie. Really, everybody is doing a good job, and I say that every minute, but... It's true. You just get the sense that these these roles are so meaty and fun to do. Oh, yeah. It makes you want to be an actor watching these guys act. 
I mean, you, you just look at the range of emotions that goes on through uh, Monique's face when she gets scooted over. You know, it's like from surprise to, oh my God, what am I in for? To anger, to just kind of like resolution. It's like she's going through the five stages of grief in one second. <laughs> I, uh, I'm probably going to, I'm probably starting to become a little obsessed with this. I'll try not to talk about it every show. We are on the second day of this movie. Is that right? I believe so. This is her first day at school, and yes. she just arrived from France the day before. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so she must be just completely freaking. <laughs> and she's from France, so, I mean, she's, she's from a Western country, so she's not unaware of how things work. And Ricky is not an attractive man. No. No. He kind of personifies the ugly American. The guy really is a creep, which is weird later on when he gets like a spotlight and he gets a little redemption. Yes. And that's another thing that's a credit to Holland, I think, to actually give him redemption. I know, right? That would not have happened in any other 80s teen comedy. Yeah, he would have just been... He would have been the creep. Yeah, the one-note joke, you know, just the creepy guy. And that's it. Hey, speaking of one-note jokes, did you notice the Afrin on the table? Oh, yeah. Ever present. <laughs> Were you able to figure out what all he's eating? Oh, geez. I spotted two jellos. Three juices. Okay, yeah. There's like there's two juice bottles on the thing, but he's drinking one as the camera shows on him. Yeah. Uh chocolate milk. And tab. The tab, that's right. All of that, like piles of food and a tab. One calorie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta think there's product placement with tab, because this is the second scene we've had with tab. A lot of tab is showing up in this movie. That's true. He had a pile of something yellow. Macaroni and cheese? Could be. There was an apple. Fried chicken? Possibly egg rolls? Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess I could see egg rolls in that, in that lumpy pile. Yeah. But right at the forefront is a giant, giant mammoth slice of cake. Yeah. Well, that's a thing that shows up throughout the cafeteria. Yeah. It's it's not really a cafeteria. It's like a cakeateria. Yeah, it's like a bakery. There's so much dessert going on. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. When we get into the food line yeah. later, Yeah, it really becomes apparent that everybody is living on cake in this town. <laughs> Which, I don't know, if you break it down, it's eggs, flour, milk. Milk. Sounds healthy to me. Okay, I stole that joke from a guy in the 80s. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the background actors in this movie. First of all, I just want to say... The roller skating dude. I looked him up on IMDb. Yes. Thomas Rollerson. <laughs> the roller skating dude is Thomas Rollerson. It's like, what's your name, dude? Rollerson. You got the part. <laughs> Can you act like a stereotypical 80s gay person? What? You know, I was just thinking about that. All joking aside, obviously, being gay isn't a joke. But in the 80s, was there a gay person... In every teen comedy? There was always, like, one, right? Yeah. That was just a thing. Yeah. Isn't that weird how we grew up in a world where being gay was an anomaly? Yeah. There just weren't. You just didn't run into them. Yeah. Yet they were in every movie. Yeah. It's like how in the 70s on TV there was always the token black character or the token Chinese character. In the 80s it was the gay kid. Yeah, I guess you're right. Or, of course, if you got the Lamar from uh, Revenge of the Nerds, you got two tokens in one. <laughs> Oh, man. This is not an uncomfortable conversation at all. No, no. Did you catch the guy with the dot matrix printer? 
Oh, yes. Drug it to lunch. Yeah. He and all of his fellow nerds were all there at the same table. Did you happen to look at the uh, minute close enough to catch the clicks? There was a nerd table. Yeah. There was the art kid table. There was a flock of seagulls table. (laughs) Oh, you saw that too. (laughs) Did you catch the guy with – okay, there's a guy in the background right before we come in all the way to Monique and Ricky's drama who's like tucking a gigantic napkin. It almost looks like a hand towel (laughs) into the front of his shirt. Like it's a 1930s cartoon. Yeah. James rendered in opera. <laughs> I don't know what I hear that it better is. through the microphone. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. Except it's opera. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Maybe just you just think you're, you're hearing fame because we were talking about the roller skating kids. Good catch. That's right. You did mention that earlier. Since that was your fine, why don't you tell us about it? Actually, that was your fine. No, no, no. <laughs> you were the one that's all, oh, yeah, I thought I recognized that guy from fame. I'm like, I don't know, man. I was just lifting some weight and chewing some tobacco. I didn't watch fame. <laughs> I was yeah. like, fame? Let me pump some iron. <laughs> Sounds to me like you're overcompensating. Just a scotch. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that guy was in Fame, and he was in this. Yeah. And he was in one other movie, and he's roller skating guy. Yep. I feel like we've probably talked enough about him. <laughs> I am out of stuff. I'm My notes are com- depleted. How about yours? Yeah. My notes are barren. As sterile as a woman who just looked at Lane. <laughs> if you, the listener, are listening to this on the day... That we put it out, which would be Thursday, the 20th. We are having a special offer right now at thebetteroffdeadminute.com. If you go to iTunes, find us on iTunes, and five-star us, everybody who PMs us on our Facebook page, how many, time, how, many, how many places am I drawing people, gets a free sticker of our logo. Everybody who PMs us by Monday, the 24th, gets a free sticker of our logo. If we reach 10 five-star reviews on iTunes by then. That's what we're doing. Did you even know that? Is that a surprise to you? That's a surprise to me. That's what we're doing. So let me say it again all in one place. If we get 10 five-star reviews on iTunes by Monday the 24th when episode 31 comes out, everyone who asks us for one in that same time period gets a sticker with our logo. What a bargain. Yeah, sweet deal. (laughs) Hey, tomorrow's Friday. Join us then for Minute 30 of the Better Off Dead Minute podcast. We're about a third of the way through. Yep. On Wednesday, we will be a third of the way through. Yes, and only 67 more minutes to go. God, you know, sometimes I wish we didn't do the show live. (laughs) My name is Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night.